Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. So, so just to explain, I'm in a cab in London. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here and checking out the episode. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week. New one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists, discover some new ones at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with Foles frontman Giannis Philippakis. Going to be uh, discussing the new album Life Is Yours, uh, the experimental mood they found themselves uh, that that led to the more synth-driven record. Uh, we're also going to be talking about working with multiple producers, what the uh, possible pratfalls of that are, and uh, making a dance record with a deeper meaning, looking back at the sometimes destructive behavior of his youth and the need to connect to one's past. We also get into the lead single Wake Me Up and the ways lyrics can take on new meanings, uh, and he'll tell us about taking inspiration from Caribou and Underworld, and in fact, uh, speaking of Underworld, making music with uh, Carl Hyde that uh, hopefully will come out eventually. So let's do this. Life is Yours is the album. It's Kyle Meredith with Foles. Hey, Kyle. My compliments. First off, uh, Life is Yours. This is such a fun record. This is such a cool record, what you guys are doing these days. And it looks like the word that keeps coming up is experimentation. Experimentation is the name of the game. What what does that mean in the context of this album? Um, you know, I think uh, we just wanted to kind of um, stretch our legs and um, try a different approach to songwriting. You know, um, so I think in terms of like what was new, you know, we let we allowed the synthesizers and the rhythms to kind of really take emphasis and drive a lot of the songwriting. Maybe where before 
um, we'd written as a more kind of traditional rock band um, on this record. I think we um, we just allowed the roles within the band to shift slightly. And then um, I think also the way in which we collaborated with the producers on the record meant that um, there was quite a lot of external influence that came from them. And they definitely encouraged us. There was a few we worked with um, and they all, but they all encouraged us to kind of be bold and brave with, with uh, our approach to the songs. So yeah, I think it's, it's quite a different record for us and we're really excited about it. We feel really, really stoked that it's coming out and um, excited to play it live. It feels good. Yeah. The, the working with uh, multiple produ- multiple producers, like um, as a fan, I sometimes get a little afraid when I hear that, like, Oh, you know, that's, I know that pop game and it doesn't, it, it, you know, sometimes it ends up yeah. being a little bit bland. That's not the case with this one, but, um, but, but I guess like, how do you avoid that? Because that's, it, that seems tricky. Yeah. I mean, it definitely had some, some potential pitfalls, you know, I think um, it could have, I, I wasn't really concerned about it being bland. I was concerned about it being um, just all over the joint, like not having any coherence to it and maybe having too many ideas. Um, but I think we were quite selective about which producers worked on which track and which combos of producers. Um, and also if something was if something was um, used that we didn't or, or, or something was introduced to a song that we didn't like, we kind of, re- you know, we, we retained artistic control at the end of the day. So we could subtract layers of things that we felt felt were over the top, perhaps, or unnecessary. And, and, and you mentioned, you know, dance music and, and letting the beats and the rhythm kind of uh, take this one. That's the other fun thing that I find about this record, because dance music uh, sometimes on the surface can seem shallow, uh, which makes it all the more fun to when you can find the deeper story in it. As you're approaching, you know, the lyrics and the themes of this, you know, it's not the first time that you've done it by by any means. But what's the marriage there to make sure that this just isn't, you know, just a party record? I I don't think we'd ever make like just a party record because I like I uh, I just don't write lyrics, you know, that. um, that are just sort of superficial. Um, so I, I think also for me, like with some of the greatest pieces of um, music are ones where the music um, itself is uplifting and, and um, melodic, but then the lyrics counteract that with a kind of melancholy um, and, a, and a bit, something bittersweet. So 2AM is a perfect example of that, I think, where if you look at the, the musical aspect or the instrumental rather, you could think, oh, this is, I mean, it's a simple track. It's one of the simplest we've ever written. Um, but then once you add the lyrical um, counterpoint to that, it becomes a, a totally more interesting and, and more nuanced beast. Yeah, 2 a.m. comes up in there. Um, you know, I, I was comparing, I think, it with like like 2001 a little bit as what you're getting to. Uh, you know, I think you've said something about 2 a.m. being the, re- the repetitive cycles of destructive behavior. And do I get a little bit of that in, in 2001 as, as you're looking back at, at your youth as well? Yeah, um, definitely. You know, 2001 is like a song that is uh, definitely set in a specific era when the band moved to Brighton. Um, it's the first, like we, we moved as a, as a group to Brighton, um, which is on the coast in the UK. And we rented a house together for the first time. And we were kind of, uh, all of a sudden, we, you know, there was hedonism and temptation and it all set within this quite idyllic seaside, you know, um, in many ways, quite an innocent um place on the veneer of it but it's also quite it's also quite loose it's quite like a brighton's a weird place basically it's fun um but yeah the song is set there you know and so that that song for me i remember you know i was feeling so frustrated and locked down that 
um, the only thing I could relate it to was feeling frustrated as a teenager, you know, and like not being able to kind of go out and experience as much of life as I would like. Um, and Brighton was really the the time when it was like there was no holds barred. I'd had no parents in my vicinity, no responsibilities. We were young and in a band and we went out and we lived it to the max. And the song is sort of um, it's tapping back into that place. Now, when you're when you're writing something like that, uh, and maybe I'm, I'm getting a little bit too heady here, but uh, but like. Can you feel it? Can, like when you're trying to connect with that person, like, can you feel those moments when you're writing the song? You can see it. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. Definitely. Um, you know, there's a couple of songs like that, like definitely the 2001, I can see exactly the visual representation of what I'm talking about, you know, when I'm talking to you about it. And like, it, especially, it's an especially visual song, that one for me. Um, you know, the images of having like a blue tongue and um, from you know, candy cane and, and soda pops and stuff like all of that is kind of things where those images are, are blazed on my imagination. Um, Looking High on the album is another one that, um, again, is just like very evocative. It's set in in um, in actually a similar era, but in Oxford in where we grew up. And um, it's to do with, you know, um, when we were younger, nightlife and how that nightlife doesn't exist anymore. You know, those clubs we used to go to closed down. Our friends have all moved on. And life has taken us somewhere else. But yeah, I feel those moments, you know, both in the writing and then when we get to play live, often those songs will take us right back there every night on tour as well. Yeah, you know, my note on Looking High, it, it, I actually wrote the needing to recapture something in the past. And I, I don't know if you see it like that, but that's that's what I feel from that song. It's like you, you get in that moment every now and then where you find, like, like need is the word I come back to of needing to get to back to something in there. Yeah, I think what, what's weird, you know, what's, I, I know what you're saying, I, I agree. I mean, like with that song, it's kind of starts off, um, uh, you know, musically, it's like quite major. It's in a kind of like, it's in an optimistic kind of place in certain ways. Um, to me, it kind of reminds me of Prince or like some Minneapolis sort of um, funk stuff. Um, and then what happens in the song is like the song actually becomes minor and becomes much more melancholic in the second half. And actually you realise that, um, the nightlife and the people dancing on the dance floor, they now are ghosts, you know, those those nightclubs and those evenings that you had and those friends you had, they've all moved into the past, they've become ghosts and you miss that and you're pining for it and longing for it. Um, and that that's the move in that song, you know, it's like, it's like being somebody taking you back and showing you the amazing nights you had and then reminding you that none of that exists anymore. <laughs> Which is a nice <laughs> kick to the shins right there. It's like, hey, remember that? Yeah. God. Yeah. And everything yeah, it's, leaves. It's, you know. it's good. I think it's good. It is good. I mean, we must move on from the party, right? Uh, some version, um, metaphorically speaking. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. 
It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Uh, and compliments, of course, on the first single, uh, Wake Me Up. I mean, this is such a, a strong single and a great song. The, the song for me is more about um, trying to break out from, um, really, it was trying to break out from basically a, just a depressive place, um, which was the one that I was writing from in, in lockdown and um, wanting to be, try to transport myself and using the song as uh as as a transporting mechanism to try and move into a better place and trying to wake me and my friends up and people that will hear the record out of out of a dystopian dream that was the last 18 months or two years and the pandemic and to try and re-emerge into a brighter future and maybe that can you know and I, I I still hope for that you're right songs accrue meaning and like words accrue meaning I mean I did a I, I, I'm interested in that. I'm interested in like, I used to study literature and the way in which a word can resonate in different contexts and different eras. It's like, that's the, you know, that's the power of the word. And, and I wouldn't ever want to limit somebody else's interpretation of the song. I think that um, whatever, whatever resonates within which context is heard is equally valid. Um, that's the power of music, I guess. Absolutely. Well, there are powerful moments all, all over this album too. I mean, that heavy riff and flutter is so good. <laughs> the sound, by the way, the way that song builds and builds, and I wasn't paying attention to the track list. And I and, and I guess my mind is thought, and there it is, the finale. And then we get a yeah. song right after it. And I thought, oh man, the audacity to follow this song. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's 
that's a big moment right there. And then you've, then you gotta, you gotta bring in that, that other thing. Like, uh, I'd love to hear about the sound too, because the, again, I think that's one of my favorite moments on the record. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We love it. Um, I mean, we just jammed that song up. That just, that wasn't, there wasn't really a plan for the writing of that song. Um, we just, um, we just, Jimmy had like the keyboard part, came up with the keyboard part and we just kind of jammed it out. And for a long time, it was just a kind of instrumental, um, clubby track you know we felt like it was inspired by caribou and um, that type of slightly left field i guess you'd say indie dance music maybe of which there's a lot in the uk there's fortet there's, there's some really great music um that we were inspired by for that song um and then when we got to the studio i just kind of i you know i've done stuff with a group called underworld before um wrote some music with them and, and their singer Carl Hyde goes into a kind of free associative um repetitive quite hypnotic way of singing and i just kind of was like that 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 to me felt like the right course for this song um but yeah you're right it really builds it's like it's definitely one of the peaks of the album and um we we normally probably on a different album would have put that song earlier in the sequencing um but actually we kind of wanted to we wanted to avoid we wanted to sequence the record in a slightly different way than we've sequenced our other albums because normally our albums kind of um in the final tracks the last couple of tracks often they slope off they kind of quietly tail off towards the end but this time we put it back there as the climactic moment um penultimate but it didn't ever feel like the closer that was the thing and as you're saying so then we have got wild green which which to us feels like the perfect closer afterwards um but yeah uh, we're really happy with with the way those songs turned out yeah ends up being a really powerful moment uh you, you mentioned carl hyde underworld uh, did I read somewhere that there's 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 an album um, still to come on that? Um, I've I've made some tracks with him. Like I'm, maybe there's maybe five or six. They're all in different states of finishing. I'd love to hopefully finish them at some point with them. Um, <clears throat> there's one called The Gambler that was used on The Jinx. I think it's called The Jinx, which is about Robert Durst, who was a wealthy property. Um, anyway, you can hear that's one of the only ones that's actually released. It's called The Gambler, and that's uh, me and Carl Hyde, and it's, um, it's a banger. Uh, I love that marriage right there, uh, the, the two of you all, and what's going on. Uh, and I know that there's lots happening this year. The, the tour uh, is coming up. You guys are going to do Glastonbury. I did see it looked like that you're playing opposite Billie Eilish at the time. So that's, uh, you know, it's I, I don't know what you can do from the stage on that point. I mean, uh, you slingshotting oh, dude, anything over. No, dude, that's that, to be honest, that's a good clash for us that's that isn't a problem um i love billy eilish and that she's going to be awesome but like you're, you're if you're if you're headlining one of the stages at glastonbury you're clashing with somebody good mm-hmm. um and at least it's a it's it's definitely i think there's enough differences between us and billy um that i don't think there's going to be much of an issue there um like you know i think the glastonbury is a big old festival there's enough people to go around so it's going to be cool mm-hmm. Well, uh, Yanis, con- congrats on all this, man, uh, on all the success. Uh, Life is Yours is such a strong album. I've had so much fun listening to it. And I so appreciate you taking the time to talk about it today. Thanks so much, man. I'm sorry about the signal and the, the traffic chaos here in London cities. Uh, it needs to sort itself out. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed the the, the background tour as we've uh, as we've been talking. That's, I mean, uh... we, we crossed the Thames. We crossed the Thames. So, um, <laughs> you know, across the river. But yeah, no, I'm sorry. There's been, yeah, it's been chaos here. Yeah, it's, there's, a, there's a part of me that got to cross it uh, today as well. You know, I didn't expect that. So, you know, thanks. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate the talk, man. Uh, take pleasure. care, and I can't wait to see this show live. All right, thanks so much, Carl. Appreciate it. My thanks to Giannis Foles. The new album is called Life Is Yours. 
Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button while you're here. Again, three new interviews every single week. New ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots as well. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition of Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Just because I'm 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 on the I'm on the data, so it could it could crap out. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at wfpk.org, from Louisville Public Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.